You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Inside the Locker Room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. And good morning. Welcome into a Thursday edition. Maybe... No, maybe we should call this the Blue Plate Special Edition after the 5-2 and two start. So we will have the Blue Plate Special uh, the Blue Plate Special Edition in the second hour. So you have to stay tuned in. And don't be texting me, uh, asking me, what's the Blue Plate today? Go follow our Twitter account at LockerRoom109. Noah will tweet it out or exit out on the Tide account. Then I will retweet it or re-exit or whatever. How do you say that, Noah? Re-ex? Uh, so if you don't know, then yeah, go it's give a little, us a complicated these give days. us a follow uh, so you will know. 205-342-9904 is the phone number if you want to get in on the show with us this morning. I told you about the Twitter. Uh, the personal Twitter is at Barry Sanderson, at Wynn Sanderson 1, and our email, I mean, our Twitter for the show is at LockerRoom109. Uh, we have an email for the show. It's wimpandbarry at yahoo.com. Uh, download the Tide 100.9 app to your smartphone. There's also a chat button on there up in the top right-hand corner. Put a little basic information in there. Somebody yesterday said I was trying to stir the pot. Uh, so if you believe any of that kind of stuff, you can send it to us, good or bad. We'll respond if it's worth responding to. Uh, Yellowwood, pressure-treated pine from Great Southern. They make this... Uh, 7 o'clock po- hour possible each and every day. And all the colors, yellow uh, is the most important, guys, at least when it comes to building outdoors, no matter what your project is this season. Pier, deck, fence, pergola, be sure to head down to your local Yellowwood dealer for Yellowwood brand, pressure-treated pine. Yellowwood op- offers the best protection against rot, fungal decay, and termite attacks, so it's no wonder Yellowwood is the brand of choice for building outdoors. Head on down to that local dealer. Go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer closest to you, and always remember, if it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, then believe me, you don't want it. Good morning, Dad. How are you this morning? Uh, Doing okay, Barry. I had an opportunity uh, yesterday after couldn't decide what I wanted to do. Went down to see the basketball media day, and I'll talk about that a little bit at the end of what I'm going to say. But I did get to see um, Seth Greenberg, and I got to see Mike Morgan, who's you know does stuff with JC, and Mike's going to do do some stuff for us for, for basketball. So I appreciated that, and I got to see the new assistant commissioner, who had a nice visit with him, Garth Garth Glissman who's involved in scheduling and so forth, so that should uh, going to have a, we're going to have lunch together in a couple of weeks, so um, I enjoyed that. I'll, I'll tell you what, what, where that ended up in, in just a minute. Um, let's see, today is let's see, Wednesday night, uh, I guess it's last night, was that last night? Yeah. yeah. Um, FIU beat Sam Houston 33-27 New Mexico State Beat UTIP twenty eight uh, to twenty seven. Um, I think we've got some some more games tonight. I have to look that up. Uh, 
the the tournament over in Japan, the golf tournament over in Japan, um, Malakawa, I'm not saying never did get that completely correct. Uh, is is leading with six under, and, and um, Robbie Shelton, uh, Alabama guy, is uh, is second at five under. They played yesterday, and I think that's that's big. Um, I want to remind you also that uh, Friday night, let's see, it's Friday night. Um, uh, Saturday, uh, the opening game, the 11 o'clock game, will be Penn State and Ohio State. I talk about a lot of these other games, but that that's going, you know, that's that's going to be a pretty big deal there. Um, Brock Bowers, uh, no timetable on him. Don't know when he'll be back. Uh, which means that that ankle is probably not in good shape. Um, uh, tonight, uh, we have Rice and Tulsa and James Madison and Marshall. I believe that's correct. And um, I visited with a lot of the basketball coaches yesterday, coached Ole Miss, I saw, uh, but uh, just very quickly to tell you where you kind of stand. I'm not going to give the whole standings. Tennessee was picked number one. They don't know. They, they never get it right. A&M, two. Kentucky, three. Arkansas, four. Alabama, five. And Auburn, six. Um, the last place team was South Carolina. They were picked 14th, of course. And um, Auburn, as I said, was picked six. The rest of them, Florida. Um, I might as well go through it. Um, Missouri, eight. Florida 9, Ole Miss 10, LSU 11, Bandy 12, Georgia 13, I believe it is, and South Carolina is 14. That's just in basketball. I know we don't have much basketball interest right now, but uh, that's that's about all, Barry. All right. Uh, yeah, you talked about that Penn State-Ohio State game. Uh, the game is uh, in Ohio. Uh, Ohio State a 4.5-point favorite. Uh, I think you've this could be maybe Penn State's uh, best team since James Franklin's been. He's been, had really good teams. He's done well. a good job. He never gets much credit. He did such, such a great job, Barry Vanderbilt. I thought some people don't like him for some reason. Yeah, so you know that. Uh, I'm not saying that's going to eliminate one of the Big Ten teams because if that were the case, then you'd say Alabama's eliminated one loss. Uh, so I don't think either team needs to get blown out. Uh, that might hurt you with so many other undefeated teams. Uh, the other undefeated teams that are playing, I guess, uh, Air Force is 22. They're playing Navy. But, uh, you know, for Air Force, uh, that's games on CBS. To be undefeated, uh, that's a pretty good accomplishment there. I don't think those guys get enough credit for that. Uh, you should talk about Air Force still being undefeated. Yeah, that is that is quite unusual. It is, it is a kind of a jam, jammed up thing. It's going to be the most difficult pick because of the one-loss people uh, that you've ever seen. And then the other factor, Barry, is that uh, Oregon and Washington will probably play each other again. And um, Oklahoma and Texas will play each other again. And if a different team wins that time, is the team that won the last game the best? Um, it's going to be a lot of disappointment, a lot of argument, a lot of, I guess, a lot of stuff for us to talk about. But uh, that's going to be kind of interesting, really. Yeah, the other undefeated teams are, uh, surprisingly, North Carolina is still undefeated. So our main yeah. man over there, um, whose name just flew right out of my head, uh, Tony, not Tony, uh, 
oh my gosh, what's his name? Freddie, Freddie Kitchens over there uh, is undefeated. So they take on Virginia, will be no problem there. Uh, 23 and a half point favorites from North Carolina will roll uh, to 7 0. Michigan uh, goes to Michigan State. Uh, that line is 24, so I don't see much problem there. Uh, here's maybe a game that could be uh, kind of tricky. Uh, six and one Duke goes to Florida State. Uh, the line is 14 and a half. You give Duke any chance at Florida State. Uh, what, what was the last Duke is six and one goes to yeah. Florida State. Do you yeah, have... I think that's going to be, I think Duke is really good. But by the way, the Duke coach, uh, is being talked about by a job or two, another job or two. Really? Yeah. So, uh, in fact, uh, on the little football things I'm on, he's been talked about uh, at A and M. Wow, that buy at A and M, and the buy at A and M is it's not like you said. Well, you keep another year. It only goes down like I think it's. I told y'all the other day was seventy five million each year. It only goes down nine million. So you're talking about because then he's going to make that money. So there's never really going to be very low until not low by buyout standards for probably five or six years. Uh, Washington uh, is at home. They're taking on Arizona State. Uh, no game there. 26 and a half point. So not uh, not a ton there. My, my thing is Oregon. Uh, we'll see how they, they bounce back uh, this week. They take on Washington State, uh, which could be a pretty interesting game. And I, but I hear people, you know, and I was critical of Dan Lanning going forward on fourth down. And there were people that Talk about Greg Byrne and Dan Lanning are really close and that he could be a possible replacement for Nick Saban. And then people talk about just because of the one decision to go for it on fourth down, which was a dumb one, he's no longer would be a candidate for Alabama. Now, how asinine is that uh, because of that one decision? Oh, that's, that's, that has that's nothing silly. to do with it. Well, of course, it doesn't, it doesn't make any difference about that at all. I had to, I'm not going to even tell them now, but I had two games that this thing came to for the blue plate. And... um uh, the blue plate deal was is not easy, and so I'm going to eliminate one of them. I'll tell tell them both games at the second hour, keep people listening, and then announce the blue plate. But uh, pretty hard, pretty hard this week. Pretty difficult. If I were blue plating, which I semi do, uh, I would take Missouri uh, at home. The line seven. I like that too. South Carolina. South Carolina's coach is going to be in a boot. Uh, they they just don't play well at Missouri ever. Uh, so it'd be interesting to see. I think that's I think that's a good one. Yeah. 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 So all right, uh, we'll take the break here. Philip Holden, you guys call in two zero five three four two nine nine zero four. We get JC on at the bottom of the hour. Royal Cleaners. Those are my main men out there. They take great care of me. They'll do the same for you. I've got a count over there. Unfortunately, my kids all drop their laundry over there as well. But uh, 205-391-0034, you set you up an account, just drop off the cleaning, pick it up the next day, or they'll come right to you, pick it up, get it cleaned up, deliver it right back. If you want to drop off, like I was talking about, University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue, Northport, 4851 Rice Mine Road, right there by the Publix. Out there, I live out in that area, so I'm by there all the time. Give them a call today. Tell them you heard it on Inside the Locker Room, 205-391-0034. You listen to Tide 100.9 and 1230 AM WTBC, the home of Alabama Sports.
Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks and traffic still looks pretty good. Minor congestion on 15th Street at Lurleen downtown and on Skyland at 69. If you see conditions, just give me a call, 205-886-8886. These are super offers from Townsend Nissan. Two, four, six, eight, up to $10,000 off. Select Nissans. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Thursday morning. If you live in Tuscaloosa, you may have a chance to vote to pay for improvements in the city's school system. The Board of Education has voted unanimously to ask for a special election to raise property taxes for the first time in 40 years. The system receives only 15 mills of the city's 51 mill tax. The only way for a school system in Alabama to generate more revenue is through property tax increases. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news throughout the day. It's free. Don Hartley Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Increasingly cloudy today, the chance of a shower this afternoon. Showers are more likely tonight. The high today, 72. Tonight's low, 55. Tomorrow, showers ending early in the day. The sky becoming partially sunny. The high at 73. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 49 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Never miss a moment of the action. Download the free Tide 100.9 app today. Yellowwood pressure treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want it. I, maybe I'm... And I'm not being negative, so people don't say that. I just don't feel the buzz in the town like I did for the Texas game, for this Tennessee game. This is a huge game. If you lose this game, you're probably out of it. Uh, maybe in the SC. Now, I guess maybe that LSU winner could still get it. But uh, I think it's a big, big game this weekend. You all right, get to the Yellowwood Hotline. Get Philip in the show. Good morning, Philip. Hey, Philip. Hey, y'all. Hey, good morning. Um, I know uh, we've heard. Um, Coach Sanderson's thoughts on the Tennessee-Alabama game. But, Barry, I, I always enjoy your input on, on these games. And you're right, it is a very important game. Um, but I haven't been able to really uh, listen to your thoughts on it coming up this weekend. What, what, are your, what do you think about the game coming up this Saturday between Alabama and the Vols? You know, I, I know they ran the ball really well uh, this past weekend. You know, you know I, that Florida game keeps sticking out in my head. Uh for whatever reason, uh, we had a caller call yesterday, and uh, you know they brought it to our attention that that was uh, Tennessee's only road game. They did have a neutral game that was Virginia, and that was the first game of the year up in uh, Nashville. So I, I do think going on the road uh, is going to be difficult for Tennessee. I think that uh, I don't know the home crowd is going to be what what you want it, but I think it's uh, it's going to be enough for Alabama there. I, you know, and I think last year when when I when Nick Saban and the team gets embarrassed like they did, and then the score was close. We act like it was a blowout, but wasn't it? A, it was a three point game, correct? Uh, that Alabama still could have won even as bad as they played. I think they've spent all year figuring out how to defend uh, the the entire field. Now, whether in, if Tennessee has the receivers and the quarterback they had last year, I don't think they quite do. Uh, so I look for Alabama to take care of it, just based off of preparation from what happened last year, playing at home. I think all that stuff's going to factor into this game, Philip. Well, I, I, um, let me say this to you. 
Philip, uh, I know you already said you heard me enough, uh, but uh, uh, the 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 game is is a game of goods and bads, and by that I mean uh, Tennessee is better defensively, a lot better. Tennessee plays hard at home is a question mark, and they have not won on the road, so that's a bad. Tennessee is going to do a darn good job rushing the passer if they play the way they have played at home. If they don't play that way, if, if the crowd gets to them or whatever, then Alabama's going to be okay. The yeah. pass routes and the things that they do with the passer are not as good as they have been. So that's good for Alabama. So it, there are a lot of goods and a lot of bads for this game. When I think about last year, too, Tennessee had it all right there in their hands. And they went to South Carolina, and what happened to them, Philip? They got absolutely uh, demolished. So I don't think they play that great on the road, to be quite honest with that. That game sticks out to mm-hmm. me as well. What happened with all the chips down last year at South Carolina? I think Alabama fans will be ready. Two thirty kick. Uh, I think the home field will, will be big, big on Saturday at two thirty. Right. Well, I agree with you. Hopefully, Alabama can can work on that blocking and, and get that solidified, uh, not only on the edge there on the, on the left side, but um, right up the middle with Seth. And um, and, and hopefully that can get improved. Um, but I think it's going to be a, a heck of a game. But I think Alabama's defense is a good, too, that didn't exist last year. Uh, I think our defense is, is considerably better this year. Yeah, they'll put those guys out there on an island, though, boy. I tell you, if you make a mistake when you're when they spread you out like that, you slip, you make one mistake, you you bite. It's a touchdown, so these guys can make big plays. Yes, and so that that scares you a little oh. bit because if it turns into a shootout, I don't know, or they're scoring a bunch of points quick like they did last year. I don't know that Alabama can win a shootout. You think they can, uh, Philip? Badly, I think I don't. I don't think they can win scoring twenty four points. We seem to be bo- uh, locked in on twenty four, twenty three points. So, yeah. I mean, I think Alabama's got to get up in the thirties, don't you? Yeah, close to it for sure. Uh, uh, you know, Florida, you know, Florida, Florida beats them, and they're wearing the, they're wearing them out. Looking at the Florida film, the other factor there was that Tennessee, for some reason, wasn't ready to play, and it didn't right. play. Hard. It didn't play hard. Uh, so hey, how was that Coach Oates yesterday? Do what? Hey, I'm sorry, I cut you off. How was Coach Oates yesterday? Uh, he was okay. He was fine. I I, I just sat in the back. I didn't talk. He was okay. He just the the um, stuff is quite different than than it used to be. They don't don't do things quite not Alabama, but the whole media days changed a lot. I won't try to get into that. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, thank you for taking my call. Love the right. show. Thank you, Phil. All right, up to the uh, Yellowwood Hotline. Get Tom into the show. Good morning, Tom. Barry, good morning. Good morning, Coach. Uh, did Did you not get any like hot gossip out of the basketball deal yesterday at uh, at media days? Well, not really. I um, it's about where I thought maybe I visited with a m coach. He came by to see me. He's always been a friend. Um, they were picked a little bit higher than I thought. Um, not even really get any gossip, no. Uh, Alabama's got what a bunch about of injuries. Beard over what about I visited with, I visited with Chris. Chris and I uh, have known each other since he was at Little Rock. And uh, he's gotten some players. I think his team is going to be better. Not that, not that uh, 
Not that they weren't well coached before; they just didn't have enough. Getting, I, I think uh, I think Kermit Davis had bad assistants. Uh, I just don't think they got him any players, and uh, sure he just did. kept and just kind of faltered on him. But uh, I think Chris will get better players. He's got a, he got you know he took the assistant coach at, at Auburn uh, over there. And uh, I think Chris. Uh, I think he's be a pretty good recruiter, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He's, he's, he's not bad. Yeah, he's had some. He had, uh, you know, some personal problems at Texas, but uh, I think he'll. I think he'll do a good job. I hate it. Kermit couldn't could make it. Barry worked with Kermit one time, and I think Kermit's a good coach. So South Carolina coach was upset about being picked last. Um, but picking doesn't mean anything. I talked to Rick Barnes no, last night on the phone, and he's concerned about his team. They're picked number one, so we'll see. Coach, did you get the? Uh, did you see Cal and talk to him any? Who's that? Cal Perry. I spoke to him and talked to him for a few minutes. Yeah, he said he came back, and gave me a high five, and talked and talked about my teams when they were, you know, when we played and all. He was he was in a good. He's like he gained some weight. He looks like he's uh, he looks yeah, like he's fine. Uh, they're they're busting him up there. The, the fans are wearing his fanny out. Oh they're, yeah, yeah, you they, know that. They, it, I tell you what, you say what you want to about Kentucky, and, and I know they love football. You convinced me of that, and I watched it after you said that, and it yeah. turns out that's true. They yeah. do care. Yeah. And but I tell you one thing though. They don't put up with crap on basketball. No, and they got you talk about calling shows, the stuff in the newspaper, and people booing at the games. Oh, yeah. um, I saw a couple of their kids. The, the kids, the kids at the uh, at the game were quite different. Barry, they they dressed out in their uniforms to, to talk to the to the media. I don't like that. Yeah, I didn't much like it either. And then, uh, I wanted to dress up. That's good. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's Harry High School. Yeah, the, that was kind of in the, that was at the end and when the other, and I was, and it, where we used to get up there and talk about 30 minutes and, and, and tell about our team, uh, the coaches did. It just, uh, you know, the, the media this day and time can do a lot of stuff at home. Yeah. Uh, if I yeah. say, if I say something, that you don't like or Barry doesn't like, it's all it, it's all over it's all over the internet. They ain't got to go. They ain't got to go find out. It, 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 oh, yeah, it, yeah. They talked about that. They, so that there's less people there. I just thought it wasn't done. One or uh, and uh, you know it wasn't notified that well, when kept, it was. I kept, trying, I kept trying to figure out why are they standing around in their freaking uniforms? Yeah, they did that. Yeah. I thought, this is terrible. And you know what come across my mind? I thought, well, this is some of Coach Oates is doing this right here. This, no, this, this is something that he yeah, everybody, everybody had on the, the – the two people that came each had on their uniforms. Kentucky was there. What's his name was there. Um, uh, one of the players, I forgot his name now. But uh, they had on the uniforms, and that was kind of the way they did it. I just – and uh, let me say this to you. When it came time – when it came time for you know who at two o'clock, it turned into the media days at basketball got just a little bit of stuff. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, yeah. it got it got a mixture of football and basketball. Ah uh, no, it well, only only uh, only SEC Network because I got back home and watched it, and uh, it kind of turned into a 
football one second, basketball the next. And um, then I switched over and watched the Big Twelve. Uh, I'm not the big, yeah, the Big Twelve. I guess the Big Twelve. And um, they, they were they were pretty good. Kansas is going to be good. Were they in their uniforms? No, no, they they that just interviewed. So, that's so. Dude, they just interviewed the coaches. Came up with that. Yeah. I, I tell you what, Coach, when you talk to that assistant commissioner next time, <laughs> tell him, look, don't do that again. That That's ignorant. Okay. He, he's brand new. And I, yeah, I, when I, I met him and we visited, and all of a sudden last night I got a text from him and said, Coach, could we have lunch? And I said, text him back, said, sure, anytime. So then he texted me back and said he wanted a certain date he wanted to have it. So, you had text him. Are you going to take him up to the club? No, I don't know what he. he wait, I let him. Well, he doesn't know much, much. You know, I forget where he's from. He's got he's got a good resume, and and the, the really? other person. Uh, hadn't the SEC got a membership in the club? Hey, I, I don't know. If they do or not? Probably, they probably do. No, he don't need that. He can get in the club without that membership. But I, I'll tell you something else, Tom. The big the big thing for me is the big thing for me in basketball is the schedule. Hey, we're going right. to sixteen. We're going to sixteen cotton picking teams. Well, you can't play up by twice. You'd be playing 30 games. Two times 15 is 30. So, um, I, I like think, like I, I, Barry, while Tom's on there, I'm not so sure that you shouldn't be in two divisions in basketball. In your division with eight teams now, that would be 14 games. And then you play everybody in the other division once. And 14 plus eight is... 24, or whatever it is. And uh, that's, that's a lot of games, but it, we got a lot of... plus eight is 22. But. T- 22, I'm sorry. 22. So, to me, that's the best way to do it. Um, well, I tell you what, to me, the, the round robin was the best ever, yeah. in my yeah. opinion. In you my can't opinion, do it now, it, see? You can't do it. But you oh, can't, no. Uh, you'd have 30, you'd have, 30 you'd, have, uh, you'd have 16 teams in the league, that'd be 30 games. <laughs> can't do it. Yeah, they don't want to play that many conference games because that takes away those tournaments, neutral site games. Well, uh, the ACC has taken has really gone to a lot of games. They've gone to twenty or twenty-two games already. They, they're way up in, and they don't have no sixteen teams. I, I've already forgotten how many teams going ACC has. I think four, twelve or fourteen. No, they got way more than twelve for basketball. Oh, Notre Dame plays over. They got ton. okay, okay. So, yeah, Notre Dame's in there. Yeah. Not, then they added Syracuse here. Like what, three or four years ago? Yeah. Aren't they in the ACC now? Oh yeah, oh yeah. And I mean, it's a bunch of them over there. But uh, anyway, coach, I thought maybe we'd find out something. Nobody wants to talk basketball. Well, I appreciate I appreciate you call very much. I enjoyed going up there and seeing some of those guys. Got there a little bit late. Didn't stay long, but I got to see some people I hadn't seen long time. Seth Seth's always good to us. Greenberg, he does a good job. They got. What's his name at Syracuse? What's his name? Uh, Bayheim. Yeah. He's, he's got a little. He's got a. It says that he's got a little old job on ESPN. Doesn't get get to do much because nobody likes him. He, you know, it, people get down on you. You know, it, a lot of people didn't like me because the way I looked. My face was always, was, you know. What? Who was it? Will assassinate Anyway, thanks, Coach Jordan. All right, we're going to get the break here. Uh, Two-minute truck out at 1330 Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need in preparation for this move. Well, it's a local move out of town, out of state. Uh, you're getting ready for the holidays. You need stuff moved out of the attic and down uh, so your wife or significant other can get to decorate. Whatever you need, 
moving-wise, these are the people that will take great care of you and your stuff. Give them a call today, 205-247-5050. Two men in a truck, movers who care. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Traffic is picking up around town. McFarland's slow westbound between Watermelon and 69 in Northport. University is congested out at Alabama 216 and 69 slow at Bear Creek. If you see other conditions, just give me a call. These are super offers from Townsend Nissan. Two, four, six, eight, up to $10,000 off. Select Nissans. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Built to win. Built for championships. Throws intercepted Alabama. Built by Bama. Alabama is still Alabama. The Crimson Tide play here. Join us Saturday as the Crimson Tide look to get revenge on Tennessee. Our coverage begins at 11.30 on your home for Alabama football. Brought to you by Birmingham Racecourse. BirminghamRacecourse.com. You can be a winner too. Time state champion and two-time NIT champion, Barry Sanderson breaks down the latest in sports on Inside the Locker Room on Tide 100.9. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Build the fence, the deck, the pergola. You want to make it last, and you want to build pressure-treated pine from Great Southern. Go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer that is closest to you. And always remember, if it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then you don't want to. I get right to the Yellowwood hotline. He's the owner of the thebigspur.com. He's got uh, the J.C. and Morgan podcast that he does each and every week. Uh, joins us every Thursday, J.C. Sherbert. Good morning, J.C. How are you? Good morning, fellas. Good to be JC, with you today. I saw Mike yesterday. Where did you see? Oh, down in, uh, in Atlanta? No, in, no. Uh, in Birmingham. Mountain, bro. You're like everybody else. The SEC was trying to make it a secret. It was basketball media days. They didn't. They didn't tell anybody. I'm going to get him on. I'm going to get him on some. Uh, I'll, I'll keep you on, but also get him on some for basketball. Because he does a lot of He's basketball. great at basketball. I mean, he, he, I can talk it, but he can talk it a lot better than me as far as uh, that sport goes. Because he, you know, he goes to every arena in the league live. And yeah. uh, obviously I don't. So, that's, uh, yeah, that'd be great to get him on. He's did you, uh, did I, got, I got his phone number, and we and I talked for a little while, and I'm glad to have him on. Barry, go ahead. Yeah. Please. Did you know it was media day yesterday, J.C.? No, not until I talked to my guy that works for me on TheBigSpur.com at about 10 o'clock last night. They kept it a secret. Yeah, they kept it a secret. I mean, look, aren't, aren't we supposed to? I mean, it, it, we're in the gold, probably in the golden years of SEC men's basketball right now. I mean, the league has not been stronger in a while. Uh, we got a lot of great coaches in the league. Uh Chris Beard is now in the league, which is, I mean, I don't, I think, I, I think I even missed that. Um, an old Miss now. I mean, we should be promoting that more, don't you think? You I mean, think. football is a ma- is a is a festival. Yeah, basketball I, I, is I, now. The SEC, I, and I don't know if you can do it. I would probably have it right before the conference season starts, and everybody's just huh. in football now. But anyway, all well, right. I think college, I think college basketball in general starts too early these days. Yeah. I, I, I liked it better when. You know, right right before Thanksgiving, we got cranked up. And, you know, because you see some of the attendance and some of these teams with the way the net works now with the net ranking where they're they're weighing everything the same. 
Some of these teams are losing games in front of 300 people at home. They're not motivated because everybody's talking about football on campus in early November, and it costs them at the end of the year, especially in our league. You know, uh, I, I, if I, I would look, I would, I, I want the Christmas tournaments and all that to come back. You know, because that that's that's what's missing. You know, they started two weeks earlier, then everybody's got Christmas off. I want all that to come back for some reason and I go back to the old way, you know, where, where we can get into basketball a little bit. All right, uh, J.C., uh, 2.30 here in Tuscaloosa, big game this weekend, Tennessee travels. They've only been on the road one time. That was at Florida. Uh, they were beat pretty good, 29-16. Uh, we know what happened last year uh, with Tennessee uh, running up and down the field on Alabama. I don't know if they have the same personnel maybe to do that. Uh, Alabama's offensive line is just not good. Uh, I'm just sorry. It's, uh, it's too big. It's too slow. Uh, tell us about this game. I know they take on South Carolina, so you know Tennessee pretty well. Uh, do you give Tennessee a chance, and why or why not coming in here to t- Bryant Denny Stadium on Saturday? Well, for the reason you just mentioned, I mean Tennessee. I think heading into last weekend, led the country in sacks. Uh, certainly, uh, I think this year's Tennessee team is actually, believe it or not, guys, more of a defensive-oriented type of team. Like, they're not. Obviously not scoring the points they did last year. Milton's not Hendon Hooker. Uh, I could have probably told you that. Um, he's good, but, uh, man, some people were talking about him being the best quarterback in the country before the season started, and he's, he's not. Uh, they're, they're, they're kind of a they're a fast-tempo team, but they're more of a run team, uh, and they play good defense. I mean, they've – and I, I've said this on the show before, and I, I thought maybe a – their young defensive linemen are really, really good, you know, and they, they get after you. And so if I'm Alabama, I'm trying my best to figure out how to slow them. Maybe you run Milrow a little more, you know, maybe, I don't know what, maybe you get the ball out quicker. I, I don't know. I mean, but you can't repeat what you did against Arkansas, uh, and, uh, and, and not let the, and the, the balls won't get after you. I mean, that's kind of their game. They want to sack the quarterback, uh, put you behind the chains, that kind of thing. Uh, so certainly they have a chance. Um, and I'm reminded, you know, during this streak, um, with the, you know, exception of last year before the streak ended, the two close games were in Tuscaloosa. Uh, Lane Kiffin's one team in 09. We all remember the block, the field goal. Um, and then Champions of Life had them beat <laughs> in 2015. <laughs> That's what I call Butch Joe, Champions yeah. of Life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had them, be- had them beat in 15. Uh, and Bama had like a last-minute score drive to escape that time. So there's precedent there. We're in Tuscaloosa, Tennessee, maybe playing a little bit better than in Dillon. Um So I don't know. I mean, I think it'll be a heck of a ball game. My gut says close game, Bama wins. Kind of like A and M and and some of the, and the Arkansas for that matter. Uh, maybe a great escape kind of situation, but certainly. Uh, I think the matchup, especially with Tennessee's front and then their blitz packages and things like that against Bama's front on offense, which is very very much so struggling, you know, that's a concern. That's a concern coming in. Yeah, yeah. All this uh, Auburn game is very interesting to me. Even even Lane Kiffin said that uh, it's a hard place to play. He thinks that. The team thinks that. Um Auburn plays hard. They haven't been very good defensively, uh, and their offense is, from what I can gather, is disappointing. Uh, overall, their quarterbacks have not played quite as well. But I think Auburn has a chance to win this game. Uh, I think home field advantage is big. 
And mm-hmm. I think they'll—I think they're playing hard and making a lot of mistakes. But I think they're playing hard. What's your thoughts on that game? Yeah, and you know, in the SEC, sometimes I mean, it, it sometimes boils down to this: you're Auburn and they're Ole Miss, you know. And history matters in our league. I think sometimes uh, the name on the front of the jersey gives the team a mental, a little bit of a mental edge. Good point. Good point. Um, I've seen, you know, and I've seen that throughout college football. I remember a few years ago when. Kiffin was at Southern Cal. Oregon was ranked number one. Uh, Southern Cal was unranked, but they're still Southern Cal. And they went up there and won in Eugene on the last second field goal and pulled the upset and all that. So, so that, this happens when a, when a quote unquote brand name team plays with a team that's not a, not a brand. Now, that said, I think Ole Miss is a better football team. Uh, it is a hard place to play, so Ole Miss is going to have to be on the money. Uh, Auburn's coming off a big loss. You don't want if you're Ole Miss, you don't want to go in and you know just think you're going to show up and win. And see that happens too. You know you look and you see the results from us. Oh, these guys, they're not that good. Whatever. I mean, we saw how good Auburn can play when they played Georgia off their feet and um, nearly won that football game at home. So uh, it is an intriguing matchup for that reason, uh, actual football reasons, but also. I mean, you know how the coaching search went last year at Auburn. <laughs> there were two guys, uh, and one of them used to be at Ole Miss, so that makes it even more interesting uh, with those two coaches going head-to-head. They're very similar uh, types of coaches. I mean, just hearing them talk this week about you talking about how similar his offense is to, to Kiffin and all that. They're both you know, pretty similar guys, and they're both two of the best coaches Ole Miss has had. So um, I think it it is an intriguing ball game. I think – it is a chance for Auburn to pull an upset. Uh, but if you're Ole Miss, you're in good position right now in the standings and all that. Alabama loss notwithstanding, you're probably going to be pulling for Tennessee big time this weekend. But, uh, you know, you got the tiebreaker against LSU. So, Bama drops another one or drops one. That throws you back in a three-way tie. And then you just got to hope they lose another one along the way. But uh, it's, a, uh, it's an intriguing matchup for sure. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, we're talking with J.C. Uh, Sherbert. J.C., uh, Dad's 5-2 and two in his blue plate. Uh, he's uh, been riding North Carolina. Well, well, what, 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 wasn't he 7-0 and oh at this time last year? No, he was bad last year. That was two years ago. Uh, he was really bad last year. I think. I bad. They all run together. Well, you know, yeah. <laughs> all right, so you talk about history in, in the league uh, in the name on the chest. I'm telling him. I think he should blue plate Missouri, and I hate. To I kind of like that. I kind of like that. And I'm plate. looking at the Missouri's won four years in a row. Uh, they won last year in Columbia, twenty three uh, to ten. This game's out there. Um, South Carolina two and four, uh, struggling. Uh, why is this? Why is this line seven, uh, JC? You know South Carolina better than we do, uh, obviously, and Missouri as well. That line doesn't look right to me. Explain. I like. I like that game. Explain yeah. it to me. Well, I think Cody Schrader, their running back, is questionable okay. uh, for this one. Uh, there were rumors that Luther Burden was questionable, but I hadn't seen anything about that. I'm not pretty sure he's going to play. Uh, here's another thing to look at. South Carolina, I think, is fifth in passing offense in the country. Missouri's 96 in pass defense. Okay. Spencer Rattler's playing well. So I think the idea is Gamecocks will put the points on the board, but, you know, they're not stopping anybody right now. So, you know, it's probably, probably could end up being like a 42-35 type of ball game, something like that. But honestly, guys, I mean, until Carolina proves it 
you know, I, I don't I don't blame anybody for for jumping on Missouri. That that's kind of a line that I think uh, if I were just sitting out there in non Gamecock land, I'd, <laughs> I'd probably jump on myself. So I don't mind it. Um, you know, the thing is, if you think about uh, sometimes the, the history of these series and stuff, they kind of turn on a dime sometimes. I mean, Missouri, South Carolina probably doesn't think they should have lost four times in a row to Missouri, and quite frankly, they shouldn't have. Uh, but uh, last year, Missouri was, what, two and four coming in? Gamecocks had won four in a row. They were the hot team, and Missouri jumped up and bit them. So uh, you never know. All these teams in the league from, you know, uh, right outside of Bama, LSU-ish, maybe Ole Miss, down to you know Mississippi State, Arkansas, South Carolina. They're all similar, uh, and anyone can beat anyone on a given day. But certainly, it's a challenge going out to Missouri. They've had the Gamecocks number. That's that's really hard to say. Uh, just I don't think it should have been that way. But uh, and they've got one of their best teams. So uh, I, I don't I don't I don't think that's something that you should avoid on the blue play at all. I hope you're wrong, but uh, well, I, don't I, 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 I don't know that he's going to do it. I'm just telling him I, I don't understand that line. So usually, it, I like it. I like it too. I, I had I, I had it right in there with the other two. I don't know which one to take. Maybe I'll take that one. Um, the other game I wanted to ask you about: um, Clemson, Dabo Swain, Dabo's. Uh, he's kind of sensitive. He doesn't like people questioning uh, his coaching and whether his program's down. He's telling maybe sometimes we have too many people on the bandwagon. Maybe we need to get some off. They're traveling over uh, to Miami, and they're favored in this game, a three-point favorite. The Clemson I've seen just doesn't look quite as good. I know they, they're four and 4-2 right now. Uh, kind of pick that game apart for us. That's an interesting ball game. I mean, I, I think. And who's favorite? Is Clemson favorite in the in yeah. a, my field goal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in I don't Miami. think that's a bad line. I mean, look, we 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 saw Miami rise up on a And M, right? Yeah. And play. They played the best game I've seen Miami play in years in that one. And now they've kind of gone back to being normal old Miami. You know, that that, that game against Georgia Tech took a lot of the wind out of the sails. They didn't play anybody until that point. I don't know that Georgia Tech is somebody either. You go to North Carolina in a big game that, you know, you got a chance to get back in it, and uh, you don't. North Carolina beats you pretty good. So uh, the thing with Clemson, you got to look out for you. Yeah, their offense is struggling. I don't think there's any question about that. But their defense is still elite. You know, their front is elite. Their D-backs are good. They still can stop people. The old adage, you take your defense on the road. And here's another thing, because we just talked about history. Clemson is outstanding in Miami. I don't think they've ever lost down there since the Canes have been in the league. Mm. They've blown them out most of the time. That's a historically great place for Clemson because they won their first national championship in the Orange Bowl in 1981. Uh, so it's a special trip that they like to take. They've been, all except one Orange Bowl they've played in. They've played for, well, two, if you count Tennessee last year. They played pretty well uh, at all times at that stadium. So, uh, it'll be an interesting matchup, and I'm I'm not I don't hate the line. I, I think the line's probably pretty accurate when you consider uh, what Miami is right now, and then Clemson's ability to to stop people on defense, uh, and, and then the history there. So I, I, I my gut is Clemson's going to go down there and get a big win, but wow. uh, but we'll see, we'll see. You know, I mean, it's not like <laughs> it's not like the scores have been super impressive for the Tigers. I mean, seventeen twelve against Wake. That's uh. That's not a good Wake Forest team. That's not your 
that's not your Wake Forest teams of yore. So uh, they can struggle in bunch, but they had, I think they had an open date last week. You know, Dabo's confident, so we'll see what happens. Yep, yep. Um, there are going to be a lot of disappointed people in the, in the final four because we're going to have a covey of one lost teams. Um, does the Oregon, Washington, and Texas, Oklahoma games playing each other again uh, for their championship, is that confusing to the committee if, so, if the wrong well, – if, yeah, if a different team wins? Yeah, if the other team wins. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, now, the committee historically rewards conference champions. So, uh, my guess is the winner of those championship games, despite the earlier loss, I guess, my guess is it would erase, erase the loss. Uh, but, you know, when you're talking about comparing them to maybe um, a one, let, let's say Penn State loses to Ohio State this weekend but beats Michigan. Uh, and then Michigan goes on, or Ohio State goes on to win. It's got a one-loss Penn State sitting there with only a loss uh, on the road to Ohio State. Ohio State's the Big Ten champion. Can you justify taking, you know, Oregon or Washington or Oregon or Texas over that Penn State? I mean, whose losses? You know what I'm saying? I mean, so it gets into the nitty-gritty at that point. I kind of hope we avoid that because I hate seeing good teams being left out, but this is one of those years, fellas, where it looks inevitable. Now, I think we've sat here in years past and talked about that, and then it all just kind of works out at the end. That's college football most of the time. But, uh, man, oh, man, right now it looks ominous as far as uh, nobody being uh, hurt, nobody having hurt feelings <laughs> uh, by the end of the year. Well, this is a year that we could have had 12 teams, and it has been a lot, lot easier. What I hope does not happen uh, is Georgia drops a game here, uh, and then they then they come back and they maybe they win the I guess they win the SEC if they drop a game they're in but they're going if they do they're going to be screaming well we lost it without Brock Bowers <laughs> when they played this yeah. week, week schedule they don't have any uh, excuse uh, if they lose a game in my opinion JC with this schedule so the Brock Bowers injury I hope it doesn't. I hate it. I, they talk about what a great kid, what a hard worker. Uh, just they can't say enough great things about Brock Bowers. But if they lose one with him out, that's just tough luck, right? Or or will they will they factor that in uh, at the end? Man, I don't. Not this year. I yeah. mean, maybe yeah. in years past, uh, you, you factored in, but there's too many good football teams. Um, that are comparable to Georgia results wise, with or without Brock. Here's the thing with Brock. <laughs> you know, you look at Georgia, um, when the games have kind of been close this year, South Carolina and Auburn, uh, Auburn especially in the second half, fourth quarter, Bowers took over the game. Oh, yeah. Against South Carolina, too, you know, that thing's still a 10 point game, and the Gamecocks had some drives in the second half, but, you know, some key third downs, they went right to Bowers. Um, he, you don't replace him. I mean, Oscar Delp and, and those guys are good tight ends. But they're not brought. Nobody's brought Bowers in the country, and so you can't just replace a guy like that. Um, so it's up to Carson Beck, the running backs, the wide receivers, Mike Bobo, all those guys to kind of scheme them up and, and produce. I mean, they've got enough talent to overcome it for sure. But uh, you, know, you start looking at Tennessee, you know, 
you start looking. Ole Miss comes into all uh, Georgia to play. They got Missouri, you know, coming up. That could be for the East, uh, you know. So it's uh, it's a little bit tougher hoe than maybe we thought, but at the same time, you know, I, I you know I, I think that it's just awfully difficult, no matter who you are, to replace a player that's that's that good, you know, and and that special and that unique, and that comes through in clutch moments for you. So. If I'm the Bulldogs, the idea is I want to blow everybody out so I don't have to worry about it <laughs> yeah. at the end. But uh, is that realistic against Ole Miss and Tennessee and Missouri? I don't know. I don't yeah. know, so we'll see what happens. No doubt. Well, J.C., tell everybody where they can find you. Get all your great stuff. All right, go to jcandmorgan.com. Also, download the Chief Sports app uh, to get J.C. and Morgan and a lot of other good stuff. We're about to expand to other states. We always talk a lot of Alabama, Auburn, SEC. It's good stuff, so uh, be sure to download Chief Sports app on the, the iTunes store, Google Play, uh, and go to jcmorgan.com to catch up with us. Thank you, J.C. Thanks, J.C. Good job. Thanks, fellas. All right, there's J.C. always knocking it out of the park. Alabama One looking to purchase that vehicle your dreams. Get that loan out at Alabama One. Rates as low as 3.99%. Terms available up to 84 months if you want to extend it out there. And you can pay it off whenever you want. Pre-approved. Uh, before you go on the dealership lot, that helps you. They also have an auto mall. Go to www.alabamaone.org for all their different products and services. They'll do for you what they do for me. They'll take great care of you. I can assure you that. You listen to Tide 100.9. That's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, still no active wrecks, but traffic really picking up. McFarland heavy from 43 all the way down to Rice Mine Road. 43 congested at Rose Boulevard, 69 congested at Mitt Larry and Union Chapel, 69 also heavy down near Shelton State. These are super offers from Townsend Nissan. Two, four, six, eight, up to $10,000 off. Select Nissans. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Today for the Crimson Tide, local high school sports, and Bama in the pros right here on Tide 100.9. want to thank Yellowwood, pressure-treated pine from Great Southern for bringing this 7 o'clock hour. They do it for us each and every day. We'll open up the phone lines uh, in the top of the next hour, 205-342-9904. Also, Russell Biven uh, will join us at 815. We'll continue our talk with about the Tennessee Volunteers. But love to have your phone calls, 205-342-9904. You're just tied to 100.9 and 1230 AM WTBC, the home of Alabama sports. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Eddie Garcia. In postseason baseball, Game 3 of the American League Championship Series saw the Astros outscore the Rangers for an 8-5 win. Houston's Jose Altuve had two hits with a solo homer. Jordan Alvarez had two hits and two runs driven in. And Martin Maldonado also a two-hit, two-RBI night. Max Scherzer, the starter for Texas, lasted four innings. He allowed five earned runs, five hits. He took the loss. Houston improves to 9-1 in its last 10 postseason road games. For Texas, they came into the game 7-0 this postseason. So their first loss, but they still lead the series two games 
series to one with the road team having won every game so far. In NHL action, two games. Red Wings over the Penguins, 6-3. Senators down the Capitals, 6-1. NFL news, Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback Trevor Lawrence says he's optimistic about playing in tonight's Thursday night game in New Orleans against the Saints after suffering a knee sprain on Sunday. Officially, he's listed as questionable. The Colts announced that quarterback Anthony Richardson, their number one pick in this year's draft, is going to have season-ending shoulder surgery. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room. All-State Insurance agent Andrew Kniffer helps us kick off this 8 o'clock hour. He's my agent. Let him become yours. All the people that we advertise with us, we try to uh, make sure that we use uh, these guys so we can give you a, a recommendation on people that we actually do business with. And uh, Andrew's out at 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3, over in Northport. Uh, so give him a call. Let him run the home life auto uh, renter's insurance, you need an umbrella policy, whatever you need, he can take care of it for you. 205-722-9201. Andrew Kniffer, Allstate Insurance. Sorry, right, phone lines are back open. 205-342-9904. Uh, Dad, does J.C. Wright, there's certain teams, I think even Alabama uh, used to have this, their name on their jersey, uh, there's like maybe a mental block on oh, Alabama. And then the flip side of that, uh, there's certain teams like Auburn and Ole Miss. Like Auburn just thinks Auburn's supposed to beat Ole Miss. Like Ole Miss is a team that we're just supposed to beat. That's why they have not uh, won. Ole Miss has not won back-to-back games in over 70 years there. Is that is that real uh, with the mental side of things right there with teams that you've that you beat normally you think you're supposed to beat uh, does that factor in these in these games I don't know I, I think that I think the kids now don't keep up with that that much I bet you could ask 10 of those kids they wouldn't even know what what the what the deal was I, I don't I, I don't think it does I don't I just think that you so this is so uh Auburn, Auburn beat uh, Ole Miss the last game at Auburn. Is that what you're saying to me? No, Ole Miss won. So if they were to win this game, it would be the first time Ole Miss has beat Auburn oh. back-to-back in 70-something years. Okay, Ole Miss beat them at, at Ole Miss last year. Is that yeah, correct? Yes, yes. Um, I think Ole Miss has got a chance. I, I just, For some reason, I feel like Auburn is going to play home field football and play darn hard now whether they're good enough or not i don't know their defense is not it's kind of falling down some um i don't i wouldn't know how to bet the game i have no idea how to bet the cotton picking game but uh i, I just for me i would think Auburn has a chance to win win the game but i don't i don't know oh <laughs> uh, well you know auburn if you not many times you can get auburn at home and get six and a half points uh but i just i don't trust auburn and i don't think they know I don't think they know how that. I think they're experimenting, and uh, they don't know what they want to do with the quarterback situation. And obviously, Thorne has not been good. I, evidently, they don't think Ashford can throw at all. Uh, but at some point, they're going to have to let Robbie Ashford play. Uh, I just, I don't. 
and the, they don't want to go real fast, is which is what Hugh Freeze wants to do, because I don't think he feels like they got the depth and they'll, they'll wear out. But I think he may just say, you know what, we need to do what we what we believe uh, and start putting our system in place, even if not for next year. So I, I can see them opening it up. Uh, it's a night game, six o'clock game there. Uh, so I don't know. It'll be it'll be interesting to see uh, what happens uh, there. What's your thoughts on this Penn State Ohio? State game, you give the Buckeyes the advantage because it's. Uh... I, I give them a little bit, not much. Uh, Ohio State's uh, is clawed from behind a couple of times. The games I've watched when I when I try to watch three games at one time, um, but you know they got the advantage of being, playing at home. But I, Penn State's awfully good. I don't have any idea. I think um, I think I think it's going to be a down to the wire game, and the, the loser is going to be all down the dumps for sure. And um. When you, when you only have four teams out of all the good teams in this country, it's really, really hard to get in that final four. Yeah. I mean, it's it, and I, I'm still not convinced that the committee of seven people who don't always uh, think the SEC is as good as we think it is um, will not say something about uh, strength of schedule in Georgia. I just think they will. I think if it gets down to it, Especially if Georgia were to lose a game, uh, and um, so we'll, we'll see what happens. All right, uh, let's uh, real fast. Nick Saban every Wednesday after practice meets with the media. Uh, let's go ahead and, and play a little bit of that from yesterday. Let's hear uh, Coach's opening uh, comments yesterday. Noah from the Malmore Building. So I, I guess what we all do. Um, is we want to be successful and I think success probably is defined by you know how consistent you know you can be uh, in terms of the way you perform no matter what it is that you're trying to perform and I think two things probably enhance that is first of all you got to have knowledge uh, you got to have belief um, and sometimes it's difficult to develop that knowledge because you got to go through some hard lessons of learning and growing to develop that. And it's a big part of preparation, uh, which you have to invest a lot of time in. And then the other part of that is uh, relationships and caring enough to communicate because you're confident in what you're doing because you have the knowledge and now you communicate it and the relationships that you have with the other people on the team, you know, actually help you uh, feel good about communicating. Um, and that helps everyone play smart. That helps everybody play better. And, um, you know, I guess that's what you continue to strive for, you know, for players, for your team, for individuals, um, so that we can get the kind of consistency and performance uh, that will help us be successful. And, um, you know, that's a challenge every week. It's a challenge every day. Um, and, you know, hopefully pe people are motivated to do that and doing the best they can to make the progress we need to make to try to improve. Thoughts on that? Yeah, thoughts are it's a mind game. Yeah. Just like I said, football, basketball is a mind game. If your mind is set, uh, you know, you're ready to go. The excitement that Alabama will have to play Tennessee is a lot greater than the excitement they have in the play South Florida. It's, um, the mind game is is a huge factor. I say that and people just stick it one ear and out the other, but that that's 
that that's so important, you know. And, and it goes not only to the players, but it also goes to the fans. Uh, last week at Arkansas, you could buy any ticket you wanted to. I guess that's what you said. Um, you could get you you know the fans were just a whole hummer um, because they were waiting. But you, as, as Gene has said, Beeb Stones has said, you better beat the teams you're supposed to beat, uh, regardless of what you think about that team. And so um, the mind game it carries on to what you do in the cafeteria what you do when you see your girlfriend, all those kinds of things. A mind game just does. And if your mind is not ready to play, and I don't know that uh, I don't know that Tennessee's was ready to play at Florida. Uh, they didn't have a very good plan either. Um, you know, you, you're going to get beat because somebody's going to – I think that's huge myself. All right, Noah, uh, let's go down the, the ask coach about the benefits. We've heard about the fourth quarter uh, program uh, at the University of Alabama. I know Scott Cochran was real big on that, but uh, they asked Coach about the fourth, the benefits of the fourth quarter program. Here's what he said. Yeah, well, um, you know, I see the benefit of it when we play well in the second half like we did at Ole Miss or play well in the second half like we did at Texas A&M. I don't see the benefit of it when we lose our sort of intensity in the last game and don't play well in the second half and don't beat the other team in the second half. So... Um, but I think, you know, that may be a little more psychological than it is physical. Uh, but I do think that eight games in a row uh, is a grind, psychologically and physically for everybody. And, you know, this is the hump time of the season. You know, you either got the mental toughness to be able to sustain it uh, and get over the hump, um, or you don't. And, you know, hopefully we got enough guys on our team that have enough mental toughness that they'll be able to do that um, for another week. And then, you know, by week, gets everybody a little freshened up. Uh, Coach, obviously talking about they haven't had a bye week yet. Uh, they got one uh, along with LSU uh, next week. And it is does get to be a grind. Uh, and sometimes you just need some time away. Uh, if yeah. it's for a couple of days where you don't even have to think about football, yeah. don't have to even go open that door at that facility, yeah. uh, can can be refreshing. Yeah, and I, and I don't know. You know, I, I hear I hear Georgia's staff say, you know, the bye week for them is not bye. I mean, they're in, they're, they're in the – from the head coach on, they're in there working, looking at film, studying what they need to do and those kinds of things. So uh, it's not a real – one of the games that one of the games that I probably will, I, may, I may pick today, both teams have had buys, and um, that's really really hard. I, 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 so I, I don't know, but the, both the teams that I'm, I'm thinking about, the, the game that I'm thinking about, both these teams that had uh, last week had buys, and. I think that was one thing that disappointed the Auburn fan. They came off a bye and then got destroyed uh, against uh, LSU. I just think that was well. LSU, LSU is better. LSU played harder. LSU had a home field advantage. Yeah, and that quarterback LSU is no no slob. Now he can play. And if, and if things don't work, if things don't work as far as the pass concern or the halfbacks are concerned, he takes the football and goes to the other end with it, about as good as anybody in the league. All right, we'll take this break, and then we got Russell. Russell's one of our best guests. He calls us. He, does, he doesn't wait for us to call him. He calls us. And so we'll I called him the other night, and we had to 
work out a time to do it. But this well, is Russell's the best time. on the line. But we'll take a break. We'll get back and get to Russell. Wayne's Pest Control served over 100,000 customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi since 1973. Let the great folks at Wayne's make sure your home protected for those unwanted pests this fall. Wayne's provides world class termite protection. General Pest Control and Mosquito Prevention Services. They also keep that lawn looking lush and healthy. Give them a call at 866-WAYNES-1. Tell them you heard on the inside of the locker room. That's $60 off right there on your initial pest control service. You're listed to Tide 100.9 and 1230 AM WTBC, the home of Alabama Sports. Football brought to you by Pearl River Resort, Choctaw, Mississippi. Your destination for casino thrills, family fun, and live entertainment. From the University of Alabama, this is Crimson Tide Today. It's a daily update on Bama Sports, and it's brought to you by CBNS Bank. Bank anywhere, at any time, with CBNS Bank's digital solutions. Managing your finances has never been so easy. Hello again, everybody. I'm Roger Hoover. On Thursday's edition of Crimson Drive, driven by NASCAR, streaming live at 2 p.m. on all CTSN social media platforms, we'll be joined by Alabama quarterback Jalen Milrow. It's a great, it's a great rivalry, great rivalry, um, you know, for us. And it's, you know, there's a lot of, lot of things that go on into this game. Um, we, have, but we have to prep good. We have to prep good against the, the opponent that we're going to have. They're a great team, and uh, the focus point uh, for us is just, you know, take it in day by day, and then um, taking care of the game this weekend. Coach Saban's talked before about some of his one-on-one meetings that he's had with you on Thursdays. Where do you get the most out of those meetings? Um, that's our one-on-one time to talk um, talk things through, you know, beyond football and, you know, other things too. And uh, I, I enjoy that moment a lot because uh, me and Coach Saban have a great relationship. We're constantly trying to build it. and uh, But ultimately just to, you know, get ready for the game and just have the right mindset um, to factor into Saturday. I'll have more in a moment. CBNS Bank has a long history of stability and a legacy of serving our community's needs for generations. You could say we know a thing or two about tradition. We've been family, community, and financially strong since we began in 1906. Being a team player is part of our culture. That's why at CBNS Bank, we're proud to sponsor the University of Alabama Athletics and prouder to take the field or court with you. Visit cbsbank.com today. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Join us tonight for Hey Coach and the Nick Saban Show, live from Baumhauer's Victory Grill in Tuscaloosa, starting at 6.30 p.m. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by CBNS Bank. Crimson Tide Today is a production of the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. 100.9 Tuscaloosa weather. Increasingly cloudy today, the chance of a shower this afternoon. Showers are more likely tonight. The high today, 72. Tonight's low, 55. Tomorrow, showers ending early in the day. The sky becoming partially sunny. The high at 73. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 52 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Mr. SEC Tournament Wimp Sanderson gives you his excellent analysis every weekday on Inside the Locker Room, right here on Tide 100.9. So welcome back to the second hour. We're in still in the second hour of the inside the locker room. We're going to go all the way up to Knoxville, Tennessee. Whenever we want to know about Knoxville and what's going on up there, we got one guy. We got our go-to guy up there, and that would be Russell Bivens. Good morning, Russell. How are you? Good 
I'm your I'm your Knoxville host, fellas. That's you what are, I do for you. You're our Knoxville. I'm doing good. Guru. Good morning, Russell. Appreciate you being on. How you doing? I'm fine. I would like for you to, before I say anything or Barry, to tell our listeners uh, the good and the bad of this Tennessee team when they come to Alabama. Okay, that's a, that's a good question. Um, uh, I would say the good is uh, they're running the football well. Uh, okay. The bad is they're having some troubles on third down with those mid-range throws like we kind of talked about before the season started. We know Milton can throw the ball a country mile. Uh, he can throw it to the flat, but he has a little bit of trouble on those mid-range throws. And so when pressure gets to him, things can get a little squabbly, you know. So they run the football well, but they're having some troubles on third down in those mid-range throws. Uh, will it, their, their pass rush affect Alabama? I think I think your pass rush is good at home. Is it worth a crap on the road? Because they hadn't played very well on the road. It, it, I tell you, it played really well against Texas A&M, but there's no yep. doubt about it that, that Neyland Stadium provides a little extra juice. Sure, um, sure. But the defense has done some things scheme-wise to bring linebackers up to, yeah. you know, to hide the fact that they're going to blitz instead of back up for coverage. So they do some good stuff on defense as far as getting there, but when they're at home, it's definitely a different team. Yeah. Right. Uh, just just talk about the mindset for Tennessee. You know, they, they went so many years and, and they just couldn't beat Alabama. Uh, well, that changed uh, last year. Obviously, uh, they did. We'd, we talked to uh, somebody in the first hour about you know, Auburn playing Ole Miss, and Auburn just thinks they're going to beat Ole Miss because it's Ole Miss. Uh, the Alabama uh, deal with Tennessee, did, did that win last year? Is that kind of out of their head now where they don't look at Alabama? And of course, this is not a, a vintage Alabama team either, uh, Russell. Is that even a factor now in Tennessee uh, players' minds? I think they want to prove the fact that, they wasn't, that it wasn't a fluke. Is is and and that's kind of how the fans are. Like we want to go down to Alabama and win and prove that last year wasn't any kind of fluke, you know. And a lot of weird things happened in that game that could have gone either way. But they want to make sure it's not like they're going in. At least the fans thinking we're going to beat Alabama, anything like that. They still realize it's Alabama, but they do realize it's not the same Alabama as it was even last year that it's a little bit different, maybe not playing as well as they used to uh, in the last few years. Um, but this Tennessee team believes they can go and win. There's no doubt about that. The, the, the players and the coaches believe they can go in there and win. Um, Barry, go ahead. Yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, so, so, so basically, what I summing it up, the Tennessee players and coaches, the intimidation factor, I think, is over. Oh, really? Okay, that's big. I wouldn't uh, say for the fans, but for the players and coaches. Yeah, I don't generally say this because I don't believe it much. I think coaches can coach well and players win and lose games. But, the you know, the story is that they weren't ready to play at Florida, uh, that they they were outcoached, as is, is media likes to use, at Florida. Uh, was the Florida game, uh, and, and you, you talk about them not being winning on the road, it was the Florida game a fluke game? Uh, uh, they're not going to come in here and play like that, are they? 
I don't think I don't think it was a fluke game. Um, you know, they haven't won there since I think 2002. Okay, it's just bizarre what's going on in the swamp for Tennessee every year with from Peyton Manning to all these other people. But I don't think they're going to come into Tuscaloosa and play like that. I think that game led them where they are now to fix a lot of things. Um, and obviously they played a lot better since. But yeah, I don't think that game was a fluke. I think that Tennessee just didn't play that well, and their defense certainly didn't play well. But I don't think it's going to be like that in Tuscaloosa. I'd be surprised. I think Alabama's going to win the game, but I think it's going to be I think it's going to be four or five points. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, you look at Alabama's line, Russell, and you know, before the season, that was supposed to be a strength of the team. Uh, well, I think that's, yeah. that's out the window now, and it's not yeah. like it's been one fluke game. You know, this kid for Arkansas, uh, his feet were they were just running right past these linemen there. Uh, you know, Tennessee's defense. Uh, Dad keeps talking about how good they are. We had a guy <laughs> last hour that says that's the strength of this team. Uh, how many times can they can this defense sack Jalen Milrow? Because uh, everybody else seems to be doing it, Russell. Well, they can get to him. I mean, I think they can get to him, sack him maybe three or four times, and whoever called in is right. The defense is is the strength, really, of this Tennessee team. Then the run game, then the pass game, and that kind of sets it all up, you know. And um, so I think that's right. I mean, I think they'll have a chance to get to Milrow. You know, and what I can't figure out, and you guys can answer this better than me, is is it Milrow getting out of the pocket or is it the offensive line not doing their job or what? You know, because sometimes it seems like he could step up in the, in the pocket and throw the ball and then the offensive line's doing their job. But, but you know. I, I don't know, but this Tennessee... People, there's, you know, there's a lot of offensive coordinators that ride around their cars around here, uh, Russell, and uh, they're saying that they coach, they're coach. they coaching Milrow not to bail out there and run, that he's a little bit injured. They don't want him running as much. I, mm. I, 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 he seems to hold on the ball, and the pocket just collapses on him, and there's just nowhere <laughs> to go. It's uh, So I don't yeah. really, and And I think they've talked to him about not turning the football over so much that he just holds the ball and doesn't throw it. Yeah. You know, because those yeah. those interceptions against Texas were so were so bad. I think maybe he, he didn't want to make a mistake. I don't know. Do you see the same thing? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. And and turnovers will be a key in this in this football game for sure. And I'll tell you, if Tennessee can hold Alabama to less than hundred and thirty yards rushing it's going to be a long day for Alabama because I think they're like six and zero when they've done that. Wow, wow! To good teams, yeah. So it, it is interesting, you know. The Tennessee defense kind of sets up the offense. How are the receivers? You know, that was the thing I remember last year. Man, they spread those guys so far out, and you're on an island out there defending those guys, and they were scoring so fast. And I, know, <laughs> it was crazy, wasn't I it? Mean, you know, Alabama. <laughs> uh, coaches have been working on that uh, for a year now but i mean when you're out there one-on-one i don't know what you it's my man against your man right uh so yeah what, it is what can you yeah. do about that other than you, your guy better be better than his yeah unless you take a safety and and constantly play cover two and then you give up you know some run support um but one went to the nfl and their best receiver brew mccoy um got hurt two weeks ago he's out for the season so, um, kind of like Josh Heupel's done since he's gotten here. He's coaching guys that you don't really know, 
but they might make a name for themselves on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> you know, kind of like Hyatt did. And, uh, you know, you know, don't know who they are, and then all of a sudden, boom, on Saturday, you know who they are. Yeah. But but you're right. I mean, you've got to be able to play man-to-man defense. Uh, you know, the corners do. Uh, otherwise, you're going to suffer in the run game to defend it. That. It's going to be a fun game. I can tell you that. Yeah. And I don't, as an Alabama fan, I don't like fun games. <laughs> I, I want them to be 50 to nothing <laughs> and, and just enjoy my day. Yeah. That. The worst thing in the world happened to Tennessee yesterday. Uh oh. You want to know that? <laughs> you know why? No. Why? They got picked number one in the SEC basketball. You don't want to be. You don't want. Pick, you don't want to be picked number one. That's no. Right. You have. You have no. You have no. If you're picked number one, you have nowhere to go. What does that have to do with nowhere? The, what does that have to do with the football team? I don't care. I'm tired of football. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm tired of talking about football. I talked with Rick Barnes last night. I'm tired. You know, the callers already told us we've had Tennessee people on all. We had a great Tennessee week. Um, but being picked number one, uh, you can't go anywhere. So yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought Rick a minute last night. I didn't see him at the. I went over there for a few minutes. Uh, Tennessee basketball has it. Is it number one? <laughs> uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, it, they've got a lot of shooters. I can tell you that they have got a lot of shooters, oh, yeah. Yeah, which is which is which is what um, they were hoping for last year. You know, they were hoping to to do kind of what Alabama does, score a lot of points but still defend, which is hard to do, as you know, Coach. But they've got some guys that can flat-out shoot it. I mean shoot it. And so it'll be a fun team to watch. It will kind of be like the Tennessee football team, you know, the offense. And uh, we'll we'll see what happens. But it, it, it certainly looks like it could be one of the better teams he's had here. I think it's going to be good, but I also think that the competition that he's going to play is going to be good. I think Arkansas is yeah. going to be good, Alabama-Auburn. Yep. Uh, and they say A&M is. I visited with A&M coach, but uh, they say they're going to be good. So um, the schedule, I hadn't studied their schedule, but uh, Alabama will play Tennessee twice this year. Well, if you come up for it, I got your dinner free at Taco Bell. Oh. Okay. It's on me. Yeah, I got you, Taco Bell. Well, if I don't, yeah, come, that, if I don't, if I don't come, <laughs> just mail, just mail me the food. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll do it. Russell, where, where does this? You know, early on, you know, the best win in the SEC was Missouri beating Kansas State. The, the league hadn't done great outside. Uh, of the conference. Uh, then I watch this Pac-12 teams, and they look a, really a lot better. Is this, you know, and then, then you get get back in the SEC, and I think people start thinking how good the SEC is again. This is not a great SEC this year, is it, Russell? I, in my opinion, it's not. What is your opinion? Not like, not like it was. I would still say it's very, very good. Not like it was. But I think the portal, I mean, we've talked about it. You know, it, it's changed everything. It's just, it's just changed everything. I mean, the mid-major teams, you, you don't go out and just absolutely annihilate anymore. Um, saw that with Tennessee and Austin P. I mean, it, it's it's just changed everything. So uh, I still think the SEC is the best, the best conference and 
there's probably an argument against that, but um, you know, I think the portal has has a lot to do with it, and right. NIL as well. But more portal really than NIL. Yeah. How are they doing uh, their money recruiting? I know they buy a lot of people. Well, no, 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 no. well, they do. They, they 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 buy. They they were the first ones to really buy quarterback. They bought one, you know, the one, and they they had the money. And even yesterday, the guys were talking about, you know, it's just a, it's just a bad deal. Uh, are they because of going from a little bit down to up now as a, as a football program? Is their collectives uh, good? Are they good? Excuse me. The the. Yeah, the collective is 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 still good. I think because people are getting more and more excited about it and willing to to buy in. So they do have a good collective. Is what is what they have now. I don't. I can't say they're buying players, but the oh no, you can't say that. I can't. I can't. I can't say the no. collective is good for sure. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, and, the, and the quarterback that has made all that money hadn't hadn't snapped. Taking a snap why yet? Can't we say they're buying players? Well, they had to say had, the guy hadn't taken a snap yet. The new the, the new money guy. No, where's he, where's no, he, he from? He's, he, he's second string. He's behind Joe Milton. <laughs> he's from California, and and at the time, why? a lot of states allow it now. But at the time in California, you could already start getting your money. So he was getting it in high school. So you I, can in high, a lot of high schools now. But why is he not but, starting? He's not good. Well, he's not ready. He's not and, ready. and Milton has 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 proven a well. How much is the Booger Bear getting? How much is that Booger Bear getting? So, so, well, let me tell you this first. It, I think it says a lot about him that he hadn't just bolted. Well, he didn't bolt because, because the back. money's coming in. He uh, can't bolt. Well, in some, in, he can't in bolt some with cases, that money. Last year, if you remember, there was an LSU quarterback <laughs> that bolted, and he got to keep his money because oh. it wasn't. A guarantee to stay at LSU. <laughs> now, maybe there's a different thing at you know, see where they you imagine usually, us uh, talking about this. Stuff. Usually, like when you sign a scholarship, <laughs> you have to stay one year. Uh, I don't know if that's changed or not, uh, Russell. Russell, what 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 is the answer to this? You know, how much they giving, Russell? None of the coaches will come out. I think and, you got eight million total. Oh my goodness! Eight million. This this goober playing the second string quarterback got eight million. Why would he leave Russell at eight million? <laughs> Why well, he got eight million dollars and he's second string quarterback at Tennessee pulled his pudding. <laughs> is that two million a year, Russell, or is like eight million? I believe it is. Yeah, I think I believe it could be spread out. Well, he ain't going anywhere. Nobody well, I know he's not going anywhere. Going to the bank. Yeah, he's going to the bank. Uh, yeah, I think we're going to see more players not leaving early for the NFL and NBA and all that stuff. I'll tell you that. Because they're going to take a cut. <laughs> they're going to take a cut. Some players are going to take a cut. No doubt about it. That is uncotton picking believe. I'm glad I bought that up. $8 million? $8 million, yep. Mm. But remember, I'm still going to buy you Taco Bell if you come up. Okay, here. well, well who, the guy that he's throwing it to, how much did he get? He got a gift certificate to Nukes. <laughs> yeah, he got Taco Bell's all he got. Great. Hey, easy, well, easy. The guy that's the first string quarterback, what's his name, who can't throw it, but throws no. it a mile, but can't throw it. How much is he, did he get? Uh, that I don't know. I, I really don't know. 
Is Rick Barnes paying? Rick Barnes has got to be against this. Is he paying these guys that much? Not that well, much, but is he paying them? Polisky's no, recruiting right. for him. Polisky work for me. He'll buy some. Wow. <laughs> what? That wasn't legal. That wasn't legal back then. No, we didn't buy any. No, uh, no. we didn't. Uh, <laughs> so the second string quarterback is not. He he's uh, the first string quarterback. Is thankful to be first string, but he's not getting any money. I don't understand. No, I mean, he's, he's, not, he's, getting he's getting money. He's not getting. He's not getting second string money. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's definitely not getting second string money. Is this guy that good? Supposed to be. Supposed to. Yeah, I mean, I, I've just seen high school highlights and haven't seen anything obviously in college yet. So, well, you know, Alabama's getting one from California. Interesting. So, what's your prediction on the game, Russell? Uh, I think it's going to be 37-34 Alabama. Ooh, Russell. 37-34. Dang. You yep. com- are you coming? No. I am not coming. Russell. I'm, I'm, I know. Actually, my yeah. I'm, my mother passed away this past weekend. And oh, so I'm, I'm sorry. Be, oh, I'm sorry, Russell. Yeah, I'm going to be there and, and uh, honoring her. But should be. she would like to see this game. I know that. I'm sure sorry. <laughs> I appreciate you. you Where'd your mother live, Russell? Atlanta. Atlanta. All right. Yeah. She loved Alabama football. Yeah. Well, Russell, yeah. You're, you're the best. Uh, if you hey. tell me it's 37-34, uh, then that is going to be quite a game. The tickets will – price of the tickets will go up. But that's uh, – my daughter's looking for four. Uh, so, oof. That's, that's, be sure that – what, sure what are you guys thinking? Be sure that Taco Bell is, is is warm and nice that you send me. Why are y'all talking about Taco Bell? Well, I don't well if I send that. it, it's not going to be warm. That's what he said. He's sending me. I thought he was going to give me a steak or something. No. No, we're, no, we're going to hit Taco Bell. Rick Barnes has got all the food deals up in Knoxville. They, oh, they, they, they gave him all his lifetime food deals to stay. No, it's mm-hmm. unbelievable. Yeah. That's the reason he gives it to what's his name, Jimmy Dykes, who's a zero. Oh, well, I don't mean no. <laughs> Jimmy Dice. Jimmy Dice is a double zero. Oh, he's oh, come on. he's a triple zero. Russell, one no, thing: if you get on his bad side, he'll never let you back. Jimmy so. Dice, I tell you what, Jimmy Dice is the worst. He he wants to show everybody how good he is, and I had a guy uh, tell me yesterday he's trying to hold on to his job. <laughs> mm. I'm staying out of this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Russell, you're the best. We look forward to. Hey, appreciate you guys. Here. Thank you, sir. All right, have a great, have a great day, guys. Thanks, Russell. Appreciate it. Send it on. All right, uh, let's tell them about uh, Bob Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes. Why do we tell them all that at this time every day? But we do. And Prince Glover and Hayes, if you have an accident, or if not an accident, it's just absolutely somebody runs into you, or destroys something, or hits you, or whatever. Uh, that's. Uh, mind-boggling to you and, and you feel like that you need some some help and some information about what to do, then Prince Glover and Hayes at 345-1234 will be just the people to talk to. They've been very, very successful. Uh, they know what they're doing. Uh, it's it, Their cases are generally very hard, uh, very confusing, but you'll visit with them on the telephone and they'll decide whether you need to come by 701 Rice Mine Road and if you do, they'll go further with it, and they'll represent you in the right way. So um, Prince Glover and Hayes 
outstanding people. And I think the big key is always successful just about every time. Three, four, five, one, two, three, four. If you owned a cigar shop in Knoxville, would you order a bunch of cigars for this weekend? Well, you don't even know the cigar story. I don't like the guy who started it, so I'm not telling a story. Mm. Uh, there is a cigar story, a, a big cigar story, but um, the person that started it helped one of our athletic directors get fired. All right, we'll take this break. We get back. Uh, Noah, you ready to tweet out the blue plate special or exit out? All right, uh, we'll see where he goes. You listen to Tide 100.9 and see home of Alabama sports. No representation is made that the quality of services performed is greater than the quality of services performed by other lawyers. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck on Rose Boulevard near Mount Olive Road. This is causing delays. If you see other conditions throughout the morning folks need to hear about, just give me a call, 205-886-8886. These are super offers from towns of Nissan. Two, four, six, eight, up to $10,000 off. Select Nissans. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. 21. Did you miss any episode on Tide 100.9? Don't worry. All of our shows can be found on Spotify and Apple Music and on demand on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside Locker Room, Tuscaloosa Toyota. Go to TuscaloosaToyota.com. Remember the October special, buy three tires, get uh, one for a dollar. That's quite a deal there. They also have all the new inventory right there on the website. You can go through uh, the cars and the SUVs and the trucks right there. They have a pre-owned uh, deal there where you can look at those as well. If you want to schedule a service, you can do it on the website. Uh, swing by. Uh, Skyland Boulevard, 3325 Skyland Boulevard East. Today, see Justin, David. Uh, tell them you heard it on the inside the locker room. They'll take special care of you. All right, uh, let's figure out where we're, where we're going. What are some of the games you looked at but you ended up not going with? Well, the one that you mentioned was one of them. And I may be making a mistake by not having taken it. Uh, that was one of them I looked at. Um, the other one I looked at, and I believe it'll, it'll happen, but I, I, I quit doing is Michigan, Michigan State. Michigan uh, is a 24-point favorite. Uh, they're playing at Michigan State. Michigan State's not playing very well. But it is a rival game, and it is at Michigan State. So, um I, they they scored fifty some points the last game, but I studied I studied their whole schedule. Michigan State Michigan's good. Um, whether Michigan State will play because it's Michigan or not, I have no idea. Um, so I picked a team. The rest of them I couldn't I I, I couldn't get hold of. Um, and this is a little bit of a a, a gamble, I guess. I picked a team that has uh, not. Has been terrible defensively. Their quarterback has been out, and they've had an open week, so that's scary to me. But the the other team that I'm picking to beat them by 19 points is Oklahoma. Uh, 
Oklahoma's has had an off week too, good or bad, not sure. But they've got some of their people well. They're good. They got they the excitement level there is above beyond anything you've ever seen, having beaten Texas. Uh nineteen points is a lot of points. Uh Central Florida has given up a lot of points. Uh Gus is good usually good offensively and they, they've got some they've had some problem defensively. Now whether they've corrected that in the off week I have no idea. Uh it's it's a game that uh and that nineteen points is a lot of cotton picking points. Mm. Um so that's a game I picked. All right, uh so take Oklahoma minus the nineteen. Uh the blue plate special is brought to you by Chuck Norwood and the yeah, Remax of the Gulf Shores. You go to Chuck Norwood dot com. Look at all the great inventory down there. Chuck will make you a deal. Yeah, well, Chuck will be all upset. He'll be, he probably won't like this pick and Remax. But, I don't, uh, I'm not crazy. I don't like those big, lot of points. I don't either. I don't either, Barry. I couldn't find one I really like. <laughs> you know, I, I would agree. I would even, agree. I, I think I think that Oklahoma's going to smack them. But, um, Let's look at Central Florida's uh, schedule here. The last uh, three games, they lost to Kansas State 44-31. They lost to Baylor. Baylor's terrible, uh, 36-35. Then they went to Kansas and lost 51-22. to So this is um, 11 a.m. kick, so you'll have the result of the Blue Plate special yeah. early. And it made, you know, it, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I studied all of that. And I just couldn't find one I just was crazy about. Probably should have took the one that, that you mentioned. I thought about that one. Um, so we'll see. So 19 points, and I think Oklahoma's going to be ready to play. I think they're good. The head coach is the defensive guy from Clemson who uh, pretty much has got himself under control and knows, you know, listens to the offense and lets the offense run their stuff. Uh, one of the offensive guys there is a guy that worked for Lane Kiffin at uh, at Ole Miss. Um, so that's what I pick. You know, some like it, some don't. That I, th- I think it's okay. All right. Uh, so if you have faith in the blue plate, which is five and two, uh, Noah. And I know Noah's riding the blue plate right now. I saw him pull up in the parking lot in a new car. So I think he's been. Yeah. Doing well with the blue. Chuck Norwood's the one that's got the new car. Uh, Chuck Norwood's got a new car. Uh, so we're five and two, looking to go six and two. Uh, but we appreciate Chuck Norwood and his uh, team down there being a great sponsor. It's beautiful down there, especially this time of year. It's a great time to go down uh, to the beach. And uh, if you're looking to purchase something there, you can make money on those things. Man, those things stay uh, rented as well down there. So. Uh, get in touch with Chuck Norwood and the REMAX team down in Gulf Shores and Orange Beach. All right, we'll take this last break and wrap up the show. Uh, Joe, if you're out there, call us back. I know I couldn't take your call a minute ago because we had to get to J.C., but uh, dial us up, 205-342-9904. Give us your prediction uh, of the game, and do you like the Blue Plate Special? You're just a tied 100.9. This is the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck on Rose Boulevard near Mount Olive Road. This is causing delays. If you see other conditions throughout the morning folks need to hear about, just give me a call. 205-886-8886. 
These are super offers from Townsend Nissan. Two, four, six, eight, up to $10,000 off. Select Nissans. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Connecting one to one. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Increasingly cloudy today, the chance of a shower this afternoon. Showers are more likely tonight. The high today, 72. Tonight's low, 55. Tomorrow, showers ending early in the day. The sky becoming partially sunny. The high at 73. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 51 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Inside the locker room with Wimp and Barry on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside Locker Room, Alabama One. Go to www.alabama1.org for all their different products and services. You're looking for a mortgage, looking for a credit card, looking for a car loan. Uh, you're worried about it. Uh, you want to go to great people, and they're great people out of Alabama One. They'll sit down with you, uh, walk you through the process, make you feel comfortable, take great care of you. They've done it for me. They'll do the same for you. Go to wwwalabama One. Dot org. Uh, Nate Oates uh, yesterday uh, picked up the media a little bit, uh, said they've been picking on fifth uh, all the times. So what does the media uh, know? They were picked fifth uh, again. He did uh, really praise uh, his guard, Aaron Estrada. Uh, he talked to him, and I think he even took him, I believe. Uh, so I know Mark Sears was there, but uh, he talked about uh, how hard this kid works, how he brings it every single day. Uh, what a leader he is. Um, and some people said it's it's nice when you don't have to worry about your whether your point guard is going to be uh, ready or not. This guy brings it every single day. I think he was just more talking about Aaron Estrada. Some of the media people wanted to insert their take in it and say that he was taking a shot at Javon Quinterly. He never mentioned Quinterly's name, but... Uh, um, just your thoughts about uh, what Coach said there about Estrada and the importance of having a point guard that just absolutely is relentless and brings it every day uh, as one of your leaders. Well, I think Quinley was hard to coach, and I had some of them too, but he was, brother, he was good, I thought, much better than people thought. So many people thought, including you, they put it on the ground too much, but floor too much, but I, I thought he was good. I, hard to coach, I'm sure he is. Uh, um, Estrada has been uh, at Hostra. Uh, it's a different deal. Uh, I think a guard play to me uh, uh, is a, is a wait and see um, because they got they're going to shoot a lot of threes. They've got to make make a lot of threes. I think uh, I think their team is going to be very good. But I, I think for the guard play, I think Sears is a good shooter. He's played pretty well. Um, but I think it's depth-wise at the guard position. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, the, the, well, I got one kid from California somewhere. I'm, I'm not sure about. But uh, um, they're gonna have a great. You know, I say a great team. They're gonna have a very good team. Uh, they should be an NCAA team probably. But uh, the league at the league at the top this year is is very good. But down towards the bottom, it's kind of like you are when you're down at the bottom. It's it's not real good. The Georgias and South Carolinas and people like that are struggling. I visited with a Georgia coach yesterday, and um, I quite and so um, we'll see. But I think I think uh, he he did he said what you, what you said he said, and, and I think he 
he feels like that uh, you know they're going to be they're going to surprise people. So we'll see we'll we'll see how they are inside. The the, the kid from uh, that um, what's his name, a really good player, has played gone blank. It's uh, really good. So they've got one really stud there. So we'll see. We got Grant Nelson's again. Yeah, Grant Nelson. Sorry. Uh, yeah. He was picked first team All SEC. Uh, which. You know, the preseason stuff, you'd like for him to play, especially a guy that haven't ever played. But he has uh, scored at a high clip yep. already. Yep. All right, uh, don't let this sneak up on you. Four o'clock today, Noah. Don't let this sneak up on you. The Phillies and the Diamondbacks play. Uh, so you have two baseball games tonight. Astros Barry. and the Rangers. Yes. Barry. Yes. They gave the second-string quarterback at, at Tennessee $8 million. Well, he's getting. Somebody <laughs> says he's getting five hundred thousand the first year, and if he stays out, he'll make eight million. So, and he hadn't. I think he's taken. He's thrown two passes maybe this year. So, all right, that's pretty good. Uh, if he's thrown two passes and you're making five hundred, let me know about tomorrow, Barry. What do you mean? Well, guess wise if Noah. Noah said something to me about you wanting to know. No, well, we had to, we do a little promo, so I uh, told him we have a mystery guest tomorrow, so we'll keep him we'll yeah, guessing. Yeah. All right, that's it for today's show. We'll get out of here and make way for the Gary Harris show, so keep it locked in. Thank you, Noah. Uh, we had JC in the first hour, and then um, we had our main man, Russell Biven. We talked a lot of Tennessee today, so if you missed any of the interviews, go to the podcast center. You're just a tie. 100.9 and 12.30 a.m. WTBC, the home of Alabama sports. Have a great day, everybody.